Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 155. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Some guards are, the group of five is escorting you to the north. So they're going to let us call a tow truck or they're going to let us like borrow equipment? Surely tow trucks are not allowed to come here. Yeah, tow trucks are not allowed to come here. They're willing to let you borrow some equipment. And like I said to five guys, really it's probably just like two at this point. You don't seem like a threat. Okay. And who is in the workshop-y place when we go in? Yeah, you go into this main area uh, to the north. There seem to be a bunch of supplies. There's a few doors that go to other rooms. There's another, like, prisoner jumpsuit kind of thing. Just, like, stacking, organizing a bunch of the random supplies here. You see, like, a lot of food sacked up. A lot of big bottles of water. Like, the big jugs. Okay. Wait, were we there trying to release some prisoners? That's why they're... What is it they want to do? The raiders? So the raiders want to release some of these political prisoners to help them formulate a new government. Okay. That's one thing. The Zerg want us to locate Neiman. And the Zerg had a lead that Neiman was interested in this facility, perhaps to either nab somebody or their information related to other Cerberus facilities. So there could be an imprisoned confederate here who worked for Cerberus who will know where Neiman has gone. Okay, so you'll probably know if somebody's a confederate because they're the ones that are beaten up so much. <laughs> because, because the lady hates confederates. Yeah. It's definitely a possibility. Now, whether <laughs> Lily decides that, screw the, the raiders, we need to free all the prisoners right now, that's a Lily decision, but we uh, only have so much space. Right. Yeah, so this main area seems like a supply area. Uh, there's some general like office supply kind of things. Cleaning products uh, are stacked up against the wall in here. Nothing particularly interesting. This room doesn't have any doors besides the door to the main area? Uh, no, it does. It has several doors. There's one door labeled like armory. There's another door labeled workshop. There's like the freezer. So there's several different doors. Okay. Uh, the guy who's like leading you in here, like, uh, let's see, what do, you, what do you need to fix your ship? Imogen goes over to whatever workbench was near where that other person had been. So you need to go into the workshop. And so the guard's question, she's like, well, you'll have to see what you have here and uh, look around and see what will be useful. And uh, give me a, doesn't have to be deception. I think mechanics, like, I'll start rattling off, like, pieces of equipment. Yeah, I think that's good. Give me a two purple mechanics check. I like how somehow at this point I just really seem like a terrible pilot that doesn't know how to fix a ship. Like, what am I for? <laughs> Why'd you bring the ring lady? Oh, she's muscle. Oh, right, right. Two successes and one threat. He takes some strain. He's like, we're already kind of getting strapped on what we got available here. But I suppose no one else is using it right now. I will adjust my braid. Oh, yeah. So he unlocks the workshop, takes you inside. They do have uh, some, like, metal plating, some screws and other stuff. The basic kind of stuff you would find in a, a workshop. But there's no, like, heavy machinery kind of stuff. 
So they're not manufacturing weapons uh, or other instruments here. Just general repairs kind of stuff. What do you two do? Well, I was originally thinking if there was a room I could sneak into, maybe our best bet is to try to scout and maybe sabotage to make it easier for them to get in later. It's a possibility. But I'm not sure what I could do in a workshop for that. I mean, if their workshop is ruined, that would have a hard time repairing things. Of course, I could try to sneak into the armory, but with the two of us without weapons, 10 guards is a lot, but a whole bunch of raiders, that's a different scenario. So really, yeah. we just if we can just figure out ways to make it easier for them to get in, like maybe sabotage the door or something. The raiders just have to be able to take it quick enough before like reinforcements arrive. Yeah. Well, I, and I don't know what kind of security the front door has. Yeah. So getting through the front door is probably the first thing. When we went through the door, did I see if there was like any sort of electronic lock or something? Give me a vigilance check. Three purples. One threat. One threat. You didn't see anything in particular. Okay. But it occurs to you, like, there could be locks in all these. You're in the middle of a Dominion prison. Dominion, like, black site prison. Without a weapon. Any computer terminals in this place? In this workshop? Not in the workshop, no. Okay. But there's an armory, and then there was some cold storage. Cold storage, yeah. Okay. Maybe, like, utility room. And who else is in here? Uh, right now it is you and two guards in this workshop. And are they paying attention to me, or are they talking to Imogen? Imogen, I think, has mainly got most of their attention. That's I want to try to sneak back to the utility room. Okay, give me a stealth check. Three purples. I think you get a blue die, because Imogen has them... Thoroughly preoccupied and annoyed. This is how we played it in the pilot. It's true. Two successes. They're looking the other way. They're trying to like, no, don't touch that. Or like, do we have a three and a quarter what? And you know, you just kind of casually slip out. Yeah. Give me a two purple vigilance check as you're heading back to the main room. Or the main like supply room. All right. That's just a wash. Okay. Uh, you step out into that room. And you're already in the room, and that's when you realize there's one of the prisoners who's, like, stacking things is still in here stacking things up. In the utility room? In, like, the supply area. The utility room, you'll have to, like, make it quick. You either, like, quickly dive in the utility room or deal with this person or... There's a very high probability they'll see you just because, like, you have to open a door to get into this room. Okay, so there's a prisoner in here, but there's... Are there any guards in here? You don't see any guards, no. Prisoners male or female? Prisoner's mail. Okay. They're stacking. This is such a weird political prison. Well, he's not a talker, but do I chit-chat them? It's up to you. I just look at them and go in the utility closet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lily has historically talked to people to find out how they're being treated in their incarceration. Is this true? Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Okay. What do you say? I probably won't talk very loud because I'm sure that this person will get in trouble if I'm talking. Yeah. But I'll just be like, what are you in for? Give me a... I don't know. Maybe I should do a streetwise? Yeah, I think a two purple streetwise would be perfect. That's great. That's the same way you started your conversation with Jimmy. <laughs> oh, two successes, a triumph, and a threat. Like you startle them. They drop the box. You take a... You also take a strain. Is it like that's more noise than you really wanted? Yeah, maybe, and maybe it's one of those where it surprises me. <laughs> they, like, scare each other. Yeah. Surprises them, surprises you, you're both a little tense for a second. He looks around. Okay, there's no guards. It's, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they'd only care that you're a confederate. That's the only thing that matters, right? Okay, okay. 
you have a triumph too. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could wait to ask more questions, but yeah, yeah. he, he kind of looks at you like, is, is, is there any chance like you get me out of here? Do you have any ideas? I mean, I don't know. There's there's only like ten guards in the main room, and I don't know. You look pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any weapons. She doesn't say that. Yeah. What's your name? My name is uh, well, my name is just Stevenson. Okay. But uh, properly, I am the Doctor Right Honorable Stevenson the second. Oh, we're we're only interested in the first. Yeah, sorry, pal. Get out of here. You know what? I don't even need to. I don't know that I need to know that they're not being treated well. I think I know they're not being treated well. They don't look. Does he look a little rough? Yeah, he probably could stand to eat more. Yeah. They don't treat you very well, do they? Uh, no, it's it's a secret prison. I'm pretty sure it's secret. I hadn't heard about it. Then I don't know what you wanted to do with the triumph, but maybe I'll ask him for information, like how many guards are there, how many prisoners are there. Yeah, he's definitely, he's willing to, to help out quite a bit. Give me a negotiation check of two purples, actually, just to see how how much he's willing to give before he's like, uh, look, can you get me out of here? Yeah. Two successes and an advantage. Okay. He's actually pretty forthcoming before he remembers, like, wait a minute, I want you to get me out of here. Uh, guards? He's like, well, I think it's pretty close to 10, maybe 12. They brought in some new, some extra extra help uh, recently. Mainly they hang out in the common room. There's always a few back near the prisoners. There's always one or two in here. There's, there's not that many. I mean, they cycle out after a couple, maybe a month or so. They don't keep them out here too long. And how many prisoners are in here? Uh, well, there's me... There's the other fellow they got doing broom duty, and then there's another six people. That's a lot of guards for six people. Yeah, well, you know, I guess we're keeping us around for something. Any other ways in or out of this place besides front door? Not that I know of. I mean, there's got to be air vents, but I doubt they'd be dumb enough to make it big enough for people. Yeah, Lily's not sure how she would get him out. We did have one creepy visitor a week or so ago. Yeah. I only saw him briefly. Like, you don't get visitors to secret prison. You don't get courtesy calls. You don't get anything. Yeah. But he came in, he got what he wanted, apparently. Okay, what do you look like? A soldier. He was armed. Like, who comes into a prison armed? What did Neiman... I saw Neiman's face, right? Yeah, you saw Neiman's face. Uh, clearly, like, the face of a veteran, probably some scars. Yes. Uh, but, like, clean-shaved. He's maybe bald. Scarred, bald guy? He was decked out in gear. Okay. I couldn't tell. But like, he says, you know, he's maybe six six feet tall. This is about the right height. So short. Yes, it's short to you. Okay. So actually what Lily says is like, I don't know if I can get you out, but be ready just in case. I can think of something. All right. All right. Do you have any ideas? I have many political ideas. I mean, big discretion. A fire? Can we start a fire? That might help. Perhaps democracy... Or, uh... Yeah. Okay, I don't think he has anything. I was a doctor. I mean, an inherited title, but a doctor. Like a medical doctor? I mean, like a medical doctor, yes. Okay, doc. That's good to know. But, but, but are you... Who are you? Are you, are you with the Confederate resistance? Lily's saying not specified. She's going to head towards the utility room. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do? She's going to be like, just act normal. He's definitely not looking normal right now. Uh, give me a leadership check. Two purples. <laughs> I'm surprised I made this negotiation check. 
Ace did pretty well. Leadership. Three threats. You take three strain as he just looks super spooked, keeps looking over his shoulder. No sense of cool or discipline about this guy. And you're just wondering, like, it's just a matter of time before someone notices. Yeah, then I'm going to crack my knuckles and sneak into the utility room. Okay, give me a two purple skullduggery check, because this door is locked. One success and two advantages. No problem, you get some strain back, in fact. Yes. Oh, that feels better. It's better than talking to this guy. Yes. You slip into the utility room. As the door opens and closes, we'll swap over to Imogen. What are you up to in this workshop? You see Lily slip out the back, and these two guys are trying to deal with you and your peppering of questions. They indicated that they don't have that many supplies and things like that, but I know that somebody else has been in this room recently. Yep. So I'll, I'll say, like, oh, we'll have, you know, have other scientists come by and you've loaned out all your extra gear already when, when they crash when your unsteady shores up above. Okay. Uh, are you looking for deception here? Or do you think this is just, like, charm at this point? Yeah, I, I think... I think charm is good. <laughs> I, I think I really want to know the answer to that question. Yeah, I think that's fair. A red and a purple. Failure with one threat. This is like, ma'am, we don't disclose whether or not we have any visitors. Look, you just need to find the parts you need, make the repairs, and be on your way. Alright, I have a question. Yes. Can one do psychometry on a room itself? I will say no, but... You definitely know, like, that whatever that figure was, was using this specific, like, workbench. Like an ang- angle grinder or something. Okay. So I, there is an object that I know I can do it to. Yes, there is a, a specific object that you know. Okay. Then I am going to take a close look at that tool. How far back do you look? The Zerg had information that they thought Neiman would be coming to this facility, so I think that looking back a month... Okay. My choice is a day, a month, or a long time. Yes, I think a month is the correct amount then. Okay, so I'm going to look back a month, and if somebody psionically... Yes, you can get the, is it an upgrade or a blue die, or... What I've written down is boost, boost, upgrade. And my things are all list difficulties, so it's an upgrade to the difficulty, because there's threats associated with doing things to... There's just a greater risk, I think. Right, it's easier, but there's risk. Okay, I think that's fair. And I am going to use our last story point. I have three successes and one advantage. Uh, You could recover one strain. I will do that. Yes, you look back in time a month. You get a sense it's about a week back in time or so. And yes, definitely Neiman was in this room. Not for a long time. It's not a strong signature. But definitely working on some sort of unusual electronic... What was he doing with this tool? He was finishing up some sort of optical projection system. Does that sound cloaking related? It could certainly be cloaking related. It could be other. There's other possibilities. Well, make a hard knowledge Terran check. What kinds of tech would use that kind of thing? Three successes, one advantage. Okay. One, obviously it could be part of a cloaking tech. It could be part of a mundane video projection system. What do you mean when you say mundane? I mean like a a projector as we know them in the real world. Okay. Or it could could be part of a like highly advanced like hologram display. Uh, Or possibly like an energy-based weapon might need such a thing as well. Why was he working on that here? Okay. Or at least this angle grinder he was working on it. And in fact, 
you're looking at this angle grinder, you have an advantage. Uh, you see, like, the angle grinder itself, it's beat up, seen a whole lot of use. It actually does have, like, a UED logo on it. Ah. Uh, he just used the angle grinder. He didn't need angles, but he just missed home. <laughs> okay, he was definitely here a week ago. You can go over to the storage room. Okay. Lily, you're in the utility furnace room. Mm-hmm. There's a super old, gross-looking burner here. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, like, generating all the uh, heat and energy for everything. Piping going all over the place. Is there anything specific you're looking for? Actually, like, a computer or something. <laughs> something that I have skill for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a two-purple perception check. One success and one advantage. Okay, yeah. There is, like, a dusty old terminal uh-huh. attached to the furnace system. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking I'd like to do since I'm in here. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking to do with this terminal is to see if I can schedule a maintenance shutdown in a week at a specific time. Okay, I think such a thing is possible. It's really, it's a matter of like, can you like hack into the system? Right. Okay, that's a good idea. I like that. That will be two purples and two blacks computers. And you know what? I'm going to upgrade. So it is a red, a purple, and two blacks. I have two advantages, one failure, and one despair. Two advantages, like, you get into the system and you think, all right, great, I got this, this is going to be a great idea. And then, like, the system is so super slow and unresponsive, and you're trying to pound in, you're like, come on, is this, is this tied into any other part of the system? Turns out, yes. Yeah, someone has detected your hacking, you, this is, you're shut out of the system immediately. Oh, I think I'm getting out of there. Okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna, but there's nothing else in there. Yeah, if you wanted to try to like really quick rig something physical to go, you might be able to do that, but it was a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I was looking for something for next week, not necessarily today. Right, right. Because that commits us to this and they have our IDs. I mean, they gave you your ID back, but yes, they have your information. Well, they know who we are, yeah. I mean, us taking down the whole thing is gonna, is basically, well, I don't know if Lily thinks about it like that. She knows there's a plan to get them out, so I don't know that she's quite as concerned about a week. So no, actually, I don't want to rig up anything in the utility room, but I would like to jam the lock, if I can, to the room so it's unlocked. Oh, okay. Did you just want to leave it unlocked, or you want to make it so it doesn't lock? Maybe it's something that it's like, it's easy to unlock if you know the trick, or whatever. I don't know, whatever I have time for. That sounds like skullduggery. I'm going to say two purples and three blacks because it has a certain amount of security on the system and you're doing it in a hurry. One success and three threads. It feels like it's taking you forever uh -huh. uh, to do. Take one strain and take the next two as a black die on your next roll. Okay. Which is going to be, are you trying to slip back into the workshop? Yeah, actually, is that guy still there? Yeah, the guy is still outside. He's stacking. You like step outside after you're finishing with this. Bunch of stuff like falls over. Okay. So he's not being very quiet about stuff. No, not at all. And he's just like, are, are, are you getting me out of here? Is, is it now? Are we going now? No. Can you hide stuff? Like what? Like a phone? Maybe? Give me a red and two purple vigilance. One threat. You don't know how trustworthy, how capable he is? Okay. Yeah, I kind of get the sense that he won't be able to, so then I'll say... What will I say? 
I think he turns to you. He's like, look, you, you have a comp. Just, just, just let me try to call my family, okay? Let's, just let me go quick call. How does Lily respond to that? Lily's reckless. Actually, what's your cool? My cool yeah. is one yellow. Would you like to upgrade the difficulty of his check? As he's trying to charm you. And this is definitely a bad idea. Yeah, I'm sure it's a bad idea. I'm, I think Lily might even just do it. But yeah, let's see what he does. <laughs> no, I don't need to upgrade. Okay, sounds good. He has two successes and an advantage. Of like, just If you, you have a comm, just let me, just let me borrow it real quick. Oops, looks like I dropped my phone. I hand it to him and I sneak back in the thing. Okay. And I say, just leave it on the box. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like dialing right away, like finding the right place to get a signal. I need a three purple stealth check to sneak back into the room. Two advantages and a triumph. So I didn't succeed. Okay. So I think they, they notice you're gone right as you're closing the door and stepping back in. So it was clear you were not in the room for a second, but you have a triumph. Something else really good is happening. He's getting a signal? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's getting a signal. Or maybe it's something with the stealth then. Yeah, I'll give you some kind of upgrade on a social check when they... Ask me about it? Yeah, one of the guys of like, hey, where were you? Well, I'll take the advantages maybe as a blue die. You could take a blue die as you probably want a deception check because I don't imagine you want to say, oh, I was just checking out the utility room. Don't mind me. Yeah, yeah. Does it take two for a blue die? Yeah, you can use that triumph as an upgrade. Okay. When you look innocent, uh, and this will be a red and a purple on this guy. Do I want to use a flashback for this? You're already getting one upgrade, but the possibility for many, many upgrades, of course, is alluring. I am not that good at deception, but you know what? Imogen can probably talk us out of it. <laughs> Do you want me to roll first and see what I say, or say something and then roll? Let's roll first. All right. How am I succeeding these things? I got two successes and a threat. So what do you say to So what does it look like? I, like I was trying to go out? It looks like, or maybe you were just, you were, had just stepped outside and now you step back in. Um, bathroom? That's probably a reasonable. <laughs> Lily does not think of lofty ideas. You can't go wandering off, okay? jeez, don't be dumb. <laughs> All right, did you find what you needed to find here? As he turns back to you, Imogen. You don't have a jack. We're definitely going to have to shift the angle of our ship. I mean, maybe, you know, any hands make light work. You got people around here who maybe uh, wouldn't mind being exposed to deadly violent chemicals up on the surface there. Might be able to help push the ship around a little bit. Did you want to make a check? Yeah. Uh, you feel you'd be in charm or like negotiate or... Feel this is still deception. I feel like I'm still trying to be manipulative. It may or may not be an actual, you know, toxic spill above ground. Right now, I'm like, yes, get some of your prisoners to go out into the toxic environment. It'll be crappy for them. Uh, I'm not specifically saying that, but you know. I see. I see. If you've got people here that you can press gang and the manual labor on my behalf, it'll get me out of here faster. Okay. Okay. You can take a blue die. Maybe that's negotiate. Let's keep a charm. It's a red and a purple, and you can get a blue die. I succeed. And it looks at you narrowly. He calls something in. She needs a jack, or uh, if we had some some people who could help. I don't know, uh, Warden. Do we have any have any people like that? Do you think that's okay? I mean, it could be dangerous. Things might fall when the ship slips. The ground was a little unstable up there. All right, all right, Warden. All right, we do have some extra 
help that can get your ship righted. Uh, but then you'll need to be on your way. Do we make ourselves clear? Oh, aye. Once the ship is fixed. Very well, then. Uh, so he leads you out of the workshop area, nods the warden, and you get about five more people, plus the guy with the broom. Is my phone on the box? Your phone is on the box. Can I grab it? Give me a stealth or skullduggery check to grab it real quick. I think it's skullduggery. I think it's three purples. I think it would be better than me being like, oh, my phone. I left it out here when I went to the bathroom. Two successes, two threats. Okay, like the guy is still on a, he's still on a call. He's like, no, okay, I love you. I'm going to get out soon. All right. Uh, yeah, then we'll we'll figure something else out. And like he sees you coming out like, but like he doesn't want to give it up. You have to like run over there and like grab it from him real quick. He puts up no resistance, but. Yeah. I think if I thought he'd do a better job with hiding it, I would leave it for him and then we can get information. <laughs> yeah, and he racked up a lot of long distance calls. Do, do I owe some credits? It's going to be a big phone bill. <laughs> That's fine. I'll pay that off later. Then I'll just kind of give him a nod and then be on the way. Okay. You get back to the main area. They've rounded up many of the prisoners. And like the warden is there. Give me vigilance checks of just two purples. Each of you or combined, whatever you want to do. And Imogen, for your purposes, you can consider yourself engaged with Lily, I think, at this time. How much vigilance do you have, Lily? I have two ranks. All right, we'll just do a combined check then. Okay. Four successes, two advantages. The warden is like looking at this group of prisoners and seems to be rather annoyed as though like there's somebody missing here. And the the guard she's talking with is like trying to reassure her. Uh, you made your vigilance check. Uh, so I'll say that you're able to overhear like, no, we couldn't couldn't rouse the guy. He was just seems to be sleeping. Banged on it quite a bit. He wasn't really, he wasn't having it. You know, he's pretty old. Is somebody not well? You know, I am, I am a doctor. I'm not just a, a research scientist. I like wave my med kit that was in my science bag here. <laughs> Your services are not required. It's the least I can do considering how helpful you're all being. I like how Imogen is like the least silly person I know. And she's like... You can make a deception check or, I mean, you do have medical training. Maybe negotiate. Like, I'm saying they're helping me. Let me help them. I think negotiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to be... I have all these story points. I'm going to say two reds. Can I have a blue from these advantages or was just hearing what they were saying? No, you can have a blue from those advantages. Sure. Do you want me to help? Every little bit helps, right? Yeah, I can be like, yeah, she's real good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of, like, injuries that have been bandaged. I mean, if this the pilot crashed you here, then, you know, probably good to have a doc on board. Success with advantage. She eyes you very narrowly. These are emulsion painkillers. High quality stuff. Very well. Escort them. We'll have these fools right your ship. How are the prisoners dressed? Uh, like orange jumpsuits. Do they have like names on their jumpsuits or anything? Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, so you see Van Heel Hop. Well, they couldn't fit the whole thing. Or Van Heel Hop. <laughs> You see Stevenson, uh, you see Belvedere, uh, and you see an Adams. And I would say, Lily, give me a perception check of two purples. Two successes and a threat. You recognize one of these people. Uh-oh. 
you had an, an associate, I believe, back in Cerberus. One, was it Sally? My friend Sally. Your friend Sally, Sally Adams. Turns out was her last name. Wait, she's here or? She's here. Like, I don't recognize her because I don't remember her. No, no, we found a picture of her in the Cerberus facility. Yeah. It okay. was graduation day. She's about your age and she was described as a darker skinned female. That is all we know about what she looks like. But she was about your age and you guys graduated the Confederate Academy together. Yeah. But so I I recognize her name or I recognize her face. You recognize her face. Her hair has been like cut very, very short. Okay. Uh, all the prisoners seem to be that way. Uh, so it takes you a second. But yes, then you recognize her. We also, okay. there was a report that indicated she had been probably eaten by a hydralisk. Okay. Uh, yes. She does not look super good. But probably doesn't look like she's been eaten by a hydralisk. I mean, if that's what getting eaten by a hydralisk is like, you know, then that's not so bad, really. <sighs> that changes the game. But she is one of the people that they're yelling at to go up. Uh, Right, your ship. Okay. And so we're going to... But you're going deeper into the prison section now. Okay. I mean, if you want to peel off, like, Imogen is volunteering medical assistance. Like, there's no reason Lily has to... That's true. ...help with that. And you're the pilot. So, like, if they're going to go try to right the ship, it makes a lot of sense for you to be, like, you know, operating the thrusters or whatever. Yeah, I'll go with the other group. Okay, you're going with the other group. I mean, I guess if Imogen says that I should do that. Well, I don't know if I want to leave her to go deeper into the. This is a decision you have to make for Lily because Imogen's not issuing orders. I don't know that you recognized your friend. I've only seen like a photo of her and a report that says she's dead. Right. Let me think about what Lily would do. She really doesn't want to leave you alone in the facility. Adams worked for Cerberus or a precursor thereof. She was involved in the attempts to figure out what do hydralisks eat. Answer, people. <laughs> maybe not. Yes, they might kill people with teeth, but that doesn't mean they eat them. Okay, so what I'm going to say is I'm going to go with to the ship. Okay. And she's going to look at Imogen. Imogen just, like, hand waves at you. Okay. And to the supervisor person, she says, like, you don't need us both. I'm the doctor. Yeah, that, that you don't get any argument about that. That's fine. Okay. Lily and prisoners and a considerable coterie of guards outside. There's like more guards than prisoners, isn't there? There are more guards than prisoners here, which is unusual for a prison, but, you know, high value prisoners. Right. But they're like, here, do menial labor and go outside and move this ship. Yeah, they were, you know, agreeing to do this. And Imogen, you are led back, back through a dark hallway. It winds around a little bit. Give me a... Two purple vigilance check. To recognize some sweet, sweet power armor? I mean, it'd be really uh, inappropriate to be in the power armor in here, but yes. <laughs> I have two successes and a threat. Uh, yeah, you can tell from behind that Durian is like further in the back with a group of other guards. And you can kind of overhear him uh, explaining, like, yeah, okay, I was, I was on UNN, but that's not really not a big deal. I was on your end too. <laughs> I just uh, got my own mercenary company going. You know, maybe when you finish this contract, you, you know, check it out. These guys are like shooting the breeze. Uh, yeah, they're shooting the breeze. It's like a foyer? Yeah. It like winds around and there's like a larger cell block door entry. And there's a, a security apparatus so they can see like a camera in each cell. 
most of them are empty. Uh, it looks like one of them has a guy sleeping. Is there a label on the cell doors of like which prisoners or like on the monitors? Yeah. And so like there's one for Stevenson, there's one for Van Heel, Hawk, there's one for Belvedere, there's one for Adams. Uh, the one who's still in there, his just says Dr. Narud. All right. Do you do anything particular since Durian is there? No, I don't do anything at all. I proceed exactly as I am being directed by these people. Okay. I will want to make clear the guards shooting the breeze will see you if you, and Durian will recognize you if you take no particular action. Just want to make that clear. I think that's fine. Okay. I am here under my own name. Okay. And I don't want to draw attention to Durian before he draws attention to me. I don't want to make it look like I'm in cahoots with anybody. Okay. So I think having Durian naturally see me and decide if he wants to acknowledge me, I think that's how Imogen wants to play it. Let's see. I have a, all right, before I saw Durian, as we're entering here and going down the hallway, I would have still been talking in my thick Imogen accent. Yeah. Rambling medically about like, does this person have a history of any like conditions? Like, do they get enough exercise? Like, so it's possible he even hears me before he sees me. That is very true. I would like a cool check. Three purples. And even though I, as a player, am not shocked that you brought Durian in here, I think... Like, Imogen probably would be. Yes, Imogen wasn't expecting that this was his job. Yeah. However, Imogen is too cool for school. She succeeds with advantage and triumph. I will say this. Durian, like... He hears the Emojin accent, he turns around, he sees you, you're playing it real cool. You can spend your triumph to indicate to Durian, like, just play this cool. <laughs> if you want. Spend the triumph and Durian's okay with that? Is Durian capable of playing things cool? Or like he's just confused? Or... Well, uh, she was doing it also. <laughs> <laughs> I know her. Yeah, I'm trying to think, is there some way, in some reason he would not recognize you? Or mistake you for like, oh, she looks like Imogen, but she's clearly not. No. Yeah, like you didn't do anything different with your hair or anything. No, I'm not in any manner disguised. And we were on a UNN news broadcast together. Like You were on a UNN news broadcast together. So aside from like, oh, we've worked together and we have like, we're friends. There is a cover story to fall back on that is the truth. Uh, the best kind of cover story. The truth. Or <laughs> a part of it. Okay. Also, you can roll cooler discipline or cover strength as we are entering a new encounter, for sure. If my triumph is spent such that Durian doesn't make any kind of stir at this point in time because he's still thinking through, like, oh, this incongruity, what is this? Yeah, I think he's just like, I think it's more Durian to be, like, stupefied for a second. He turns around, sees you, his brain was in, like, mercenary mode. Yeah, and I am not part of Mercenary Node. And it might look to people like, I mean, it's unusual for there to be visitors here. Like, Yeah, so everyone looks. Yeah. Right. Uh, the guard, he exchanges like, nah, Warden said it's okay. She's a doctor. She's going to check on me. Narud. Uh, they just kind of nod. Does anybody give me any uh, information about Narud's general health and uh, medical conditions and exercise levels? These are the questions I'm asking. The guard you're walking with. He's just like, I mean, he's just really old, I think. Right, but do people here get exercise? Do you uh, get out and see the sun? Well, probably not, because it's some toxic of Get out and see the sun? <laughs> no, no, jeez, what do you think this is, lady? You think this is a spa, a resort? What? 
is this place anyway? I can't tell you that. <laughs> they don't get yard time except for if they have to move a ship. Does this facility look like it was purpose built or like it was repurposed? Make a hard knowledge turn check. Us and our hard questions. They're like, make a roll so I can figure it out while you roll. We could ask more average questions or more simple questions. Uh, yeah, you could, but you're not. I fail with one advantage. I don't know about prisons. Uh, Dominion architecture, who could tell? Uh, but he does bring you up to the the cell, and you can see uh, Naru there. Give me a perception check, a red and two purples, as you're looking at. Before I do that. Yes. From what I know about the object that Neiman was working on, is it something that could interface it's something that could interface with cameras, right? You don't think it would directly interface? Like, you wouldn't attach it to a camera. It could have been something that makes a projection? Yes, absolutely. All right. You asked for a perception check? Yes. You can take a blue die if you're having that thought. Yeah, I'm wondering, when is the last time any of you checked on this prisoner's health anyway? Wow, threats galore. Good thing I wasn't doing this psionically. Four successes and five threats. Five threats, you say? Yeah, you can take one strain. I'm going to save four of those. Don't worry. But you succeeded? Yes. This is a hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not here, but you did succeed. And, like, you can get the device. You can see, like, the little device that's projecting it that's, like, built into the bed. And you got the little device. And I'll say, like, your threats are probably being slightly cavalier, as Imogen might do. And just checking that out. Well, here's your problem right here. Yeah, like you kind of poke at it and like, and like it fizzles out. And the guard is like, oh, is not well. It's that he's not here. Yeah, he calls in immediately like, we got to escape prison. We got to lock down right now. Crap. <laughs> uh, that is how I'm spending those four threats. Yeah. Alarms start going off everywhere. All right, well, now I'm pretty sure I know that Neiman was here for a Dr. Narud, and I just need to find out what Dr. Narud knows. That's it. Uh, yep, you do have this little device, though, for the moment. Of course, we're going to swap outside to just before the alarm. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators. Set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.